love, I, I don't even know where to come in. It's so dope. I, I, I don't even have an accent. Six Degrees NYC Travel Edition, Summer Travel Edition. Are those Morocco? Oh, either way, felt very summery. So a lot more here with Ben Goldstein and hey. Audrey Janes. Good to see you guys again. Happy summer. Happy folks. summer. This, is a, this isn't just a regular pod. We put out hundreds of these. Well, not yet, but we will. <laughs> but we will. This is our Summer Travel Edition. Yep. It's summer 2018. Summer 2018 travel People edition. Are starting to take trips. That's why that intro beat was different for those for, for the listeners at home. It, it was it was a little tweak, but it was a lot of tweak. <laughs> it was it, it was it was good. I don't this know. Is, was that Hawaiian? What, what did what was your inspiration? Just like islands in general, you know, sort of right. uh, whatever instruments I could grab off Amazon and you, put together a little theme song. You like oh, Ryan? Yeah. You like Ryan Leslie? You just played every instrument that was needed for that song. Ryan Leslie does that, by the way. Shout out to Ryan Leslie, music producer. It was fun to make, and I appreciate that. I have well to look done, him up. Done. I love it. We're going to have to do that again. We have to. We'll find an excuse. We'll use it at the end of the show. <laughs> so because, times. because it's our travel edition, we figured we, you know, we always check in about how things are going, but you know, travel in general is an exciting thing. The whole podcast today is dedicated to travel. Mm-hmm. And so I figured, you know, we, we talked about it too, right? We should probably just talk about some of our travel experiences yeah. recently. Yeah. Dre, Dre what's, what, tell us a little bit about your traveling mm-hmm. as of late. So I don't, I don't actually travel so much, I right. think, because I have a, a, a six-year-old. Um, soon to be seven. Shout out to Jackson. Seven. Yep. Um, and I, so I did recently go to Chicago, which was like a, the first time I've gone on a plane without him. Love Chicago. And it was a lovely time. I really enjoyed Chicago. We got like a fancy steak. You went with another mom, right? We another... Went, yeah, it was like a mom's trip. Yeah. Specifically a mom's trip. Did you trip. say mom, like a Jamaican? Like, another mom. <laughs> you went with another mom. You're just hearing my island. My, everything I, I do am, right now. I am, the beat. That's not my fault that you gave, gave me that beat. It's in his head. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. That was the beat that you played. But yeah, sorry, with another so mom. Another who'd mom, you go with? <laughs> mom. You went with another mom. We did like an architecture tour. Um, it we... wasn't just any mom. It was... Former guest former of ours, guest. Whoa. Mackenzie Fitzgerald. Mackenzie Fitzgerald. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. right. So we we spent most of the time talking about our children, buying our children presents, right, and talking about like. Is that what you told them? Stuff. You told them that? No, it's actually you really tr- did it's that. It's a little bit true, and we mm. felt kind of lame. Like I remember we were sitting. I was texting you actually, right. like, where should we go out? Right. And we went to this fancy steak dinner, and we were like, we have to get a drink. Right. Um. So we went and got literally one drink at this rooftop bar and we were so tired and we had spent our dinner talking about like labor and like breastfeeding. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like that, that oh, was a the, legit mom. That trip. was literally was what like we talked about. Not even a vacation. No, from, this was like a symposium on mother. <laughs> it really was. And we had one You're... drink and we were exhausted and we went home. Nice. Um, so it was not a party trip, but it was a fun time. It was a nice getaway. Yeah. But it's, it's hard traveling with a young child. Right. Um, yeah. They're needy and you can't like do things. You know, like, so now, I mean, I have some friends with multiple kids and it's like after a few kids, what are you supposed to even do? Like, right. You can, I mean, it's hard enough with one. Can you imagine like three or no. four? Or, like, what do you right. Mean? But then again, traveling specifically with your child and like doing like Disney World or like that's, that, that's that fun, right? you actually do have a lot of fun. It's amazing. Can you, it's yeah. the best. Like reopens your, it does. your window to it's those. It's the best. Yeah. yeah. It's a magical place. It's truly it really magical. Is. Yeah. My first time at Disney was this year. And that's it was, amazing. It was wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Benny? Well, I haven't taken, uh, well, I have a, I don't have a a son or daughter but i have a dog who's 16 and a half and Mm. it makes it very hard to travel as well actually shout to sammy sammy davis jr you know i have to say like i i haven't been on a trip in a few years like a legit trip i've gone away for a long (gasps) weekend whoops that's my mistake but that's good timing my fingers (laughs) hitting the soundboard um yeah so it's been a long time i haven't taken a trip in a while and now that he's getting older um it's harder to go away so i'm trying to go away uh soon to rhode island this weekend and i have to find somebody to come sit with him mm. and it's just rough because like who do you get to watch your dog that is sort of a you know it's, i gotta move this away from <laughs> that was great. who do you get to watch your dog that like has you who's know who's controlling the soundboard animal rights people why is that such an exciting thing they were very people people like older dogs <laughs> yeah i know you say your dog is 16 and everyone's like oh yeah on the street people never believe it they think because he looks you know he's got a little energy left in him so he like he, he goes up to another dog people people don't think he's as old as he is so what are you gonna do i don't know actually i have like a sort of go-to um dog 
sitter that stays at my house. The problem is that now that he's older, he's like peeing on the floor a lot, you mm-hmm. know, and I feel bad asking the same people to watch him for the same, you know, whatever right, that right, is, right, right. just clean up after him all the time. So it's it's rough. It's hard to say. Like, I, I want to go I want to go travel with him. But then at the same time, like the, that also limits where you're going. Of course. So, for sure. Of course. We'll see. It's been like, you know, it's been a rough it's been a rough year with him. So um, but I also you got to weigh like how much do you, you know, I have. I've been watching him a lot lately and it's like, I kind of need a break from that too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course. we're going to see, I don't know. Well, hopefully that, you hopefully. Know. Yeah. Yeah. You time. It'll work out. Need some, I've been trying to really tell him important. that and he's just like, feed me. It's cool. <laughs> he's like, here's Take what I think. The... Piss on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. Dad, you want to go? Yeah. He hears me talk about Boom. a vacation and yeah. it's all, I gotta go get it. Where home. are you going in Rhode Island? Going to Newport to uh, my oh. girlfriend's parents' yeah. um, timeshare nice. for a few days. Newport is lovely. Newport is lovely. I have mm-hmm. no idea what to really expect, but yeah. I get a couple of spots nice. for you in Newport. Okay. He says I saw that, that, but he won't follow through necessarily. I did it with Chicago saying. too. A little bit. All of my trips are because of either my marriage or because of my wife now and, you know, when we were traveling, when we were dating. So Newport was one of those stops, but I, I'll send you a couple spots. You just have to have. Listen, she texted me at two in the morning okay. from Chicago, like, "Hey, where, where should I go? I go?" Yeah, and maybe I forgot to follow up a few days before that. Fine, maybe. that's on me. It's but a late symposium. Newport's got a great. <laughs> Newport's got some great stuff. Yeah, yeah some great stuff. It's out really there. Cute. Okay, yeah. yeah, let me know. I would love to know. I, I have really don't know what to expect. This is sort of like cast. You know, I was like, okay, let's do yeah, it, yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I think it's a good. I think it's a good trip for you. You've been traveling though a lot. I have been. I have been. Yeah, like crazy. It has been. Would you call mini moons? I've had, had a lot of yeah. Since getting married last year, I've had probably five or six mini moons, all of which are are a little, you know, they're list they, them off for us, please. I don't really want to do all Just that. Just list them. Okay, off. I'll do it. <laughs> so we did as soon as we got married a year. This time last year, we were in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. Then we ended up going to Hawaii for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, London for New Year's and Christmas, and then just most recently we did. Um, Cuba via uh, a cruise and mm-hmm. you know we went with our parents my wife and I took our parents with us for our one year anniversary which was which was cool and uh, expensive but uh, <laughs> you know it was worth it I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a pause for standing of, up of, it's a of lot of many it is it is and oh don't don't think it stops there my wife brought you love her she has travelocity up all the time mm-hmm. she's like Croatia seems nice I'm like Croatia sounds expensive what do you mean it seems nice <laughs> that's where they did Game of Thrones yeah well she's apparently. not in the cast we don't need to go there we're good we can <laughs> where's you know, your like, I would you love to go to Croatia she's, she's, she's the planner to be okay. honest she, she gets all this stuff kind of figured out I'm more of the yelper once we get on site and say hey there's a couple of spots here and there that seem interesting good food maybe we'll right. explore it but uh yeah, we, we do enjoy traveling and we don't have any kids yet, so we're gonna try to travel as yeah, much as we can up. right now. Can yeah. I just sure. ask how, how you thought how you found Cuba? I mean we've had this a little Well the cruise was we decided that for a one year anniversary we would take our parents on a cruise. Nobody's been on a cruise in the family except myself and that was spring break. I don't even remember that from college. <laughs> so I took my parents, she took her parents and we wanted something that was long enough for us to all bond, but short enough so people didn't go crazy. Mm-hmm. It's good. Those are good metrics. So we're looking at four or five days, and the the best thing we can get out of the East Coast was from Miami to, to Havana, Cuba for a day and a half, then to Mexico briefly, and then and then back. So it was good. I think everyone had a good time, and uh, you know, I'm glad that it's out of the way. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in, uh, I'm on everyone's good side right now. Let's That's leave it awesome. that way. Well so, done, success. Yeah. So. That was good. But uh, we also have, you know, even though my travels might seem pretty extensive to you guys, I got someone to my right right now. Our guest today is going to yeah. blow everyone's mind and it's going to make mine look like I've been hanging out in Atlantic City for three <laughs> years. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to our guest very soon. Very soon. Right. Very soon. Let's do the word. The word. So each week on The Word. We try to stump our co-hosts with a word that you may or may not find in the dictionary. And this week is a very exciting week because a lot Fora is going to bring us the word this week. Never done this before. First First word. Never done this before. Yeah, it's a big deal. I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. The pressure's on though. Oh, it is. It is. My palms are sweating. No, it's it's okay. I mean, that's a... You know, I'm I'm nervous too because I... I, What if this is like a word that's like not really a word? (laughs) You know, I mean, that's, I did, I did my homework. That's embarrassing. That, that is really always embarrassing. a danger. That, and this would be the part that I would be like, Ben, can we please record over this? <laughs> um, no, but I, I was looking up, obviously based on the theme of today, sure. looked up some words and thought I, I found one that kind of goes with how I think everybody in general feels when they're 
tired of doing things in life. That's a, that's, I'm giving you my clue. That's wow, it. this that's is a big clue. clue. Okay, that's a good I'm ready. clue. I'm ready. You're tired of, uh, of... Do we buzz in? We don't have a buzz in Is it in Yiddish? We're not buzzing. We're no. just guessing, right? Yeah, you're right. The origin... You can buzz if you want. I'll tell you right now. The origin <laughs> of the... the <laughs> There's no winners. You can only buzz. Only losers here. You can buzz. You only lose. There's no winners. <laughs> Until trivia. Stay tuned. Um, it's a Greek word. Greek origin. Okay. And the word is... Strichedonia. Strichedonia. Spelling S-T-R-I-C-H? S-T-R-I-K-H-E-D-O-N-I-A. Strichedonia. Strichedonia. Yes. I'm sorry, can you also give that clue one more time? That you... Yeah, it's 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 a word that's... When you're tired, right? Well, I, I, let me rephrase it. It's a... It, it's a it's you get to a certain point, and it's also a word often associated with travel from the Greek community, or at least in in Greek. This is like this is like ancient jet lag. I think like you know you're you, you walk you walk, <laughs> you walk like a thousand miles, miles and you're just beat and you're like fucking Strichedonia. Okay, that's yeah. Ben's guess. Is he right? Or do I should I guess before we? I, I'm, sure I'm gonna I'm hear the. Right. I'm gonna hear your. What, what, you, you say it again. If that was your serious guess. I'm saying but. it's it's ancient jet lag. It's like the version of jet no. lag from back. It's in like the... when you go on a. Um... Okay. Okay. Sorry, so, player. So, so my Try guess. Again. My guess okay, is okay. when we when you feel sort of like um, that mundane, like just day to day. You're like over it. You're like I want something exciting. I want something to look forward to. And then you're like, oh, I should plan a trip. Like melancholia or something. Like uh, yeah, it's like, like oh, I'm just yeah. Strichedonia. I'm, I'm dealing just, with strichedonia. Yeah, it's like life, life. That's is that it? Actually, f- correct. Really? Is that it? I'm just cheating. Sorry. I'm not cheating. Strichedonia. I'm not. Cheating. The joy of being able to say the hell with it. Okay. And it's All often right. associated with travel. The hell with that. That's, that's exactly know. what it is. What do you, what, what do you mean? Ben you don't doesn't know? think you, that I won. I don't. I, that's exactly what it is. You're I think at a point it's like wanderlust in a way, like what you're saying, and I think what Audrey's saying is like you're sad, so you're gonna go. You know, you're like well, beat down you get to a certain not sad, but just like it's just you're done. You're yeah, yeah, that, that's usually what it is. Day. And then you say yeah, the hell with it. The you hell stop, with it. <laughs> you stop making excuses. You get your stuff. You pack your bags and you say Strichedonia, and then you keep it moving. <laughs> Strichedonia. It's like a call to vacation. Hell, call with. to vacation. Uh, maybe it's like a cheers. Yeah. We should just. Can we all just drink to Strichedonia right Strichidonia. now? Strichedonia. There we go. Hey, maybe that's our new thing. Strichedonia. That's oh, our new Sorry. jam. Yep. Strichedonia. Sure. There we go. There we go. Strichedonia. With that, with that, someone that doesn't have to have that feeling because they're able to travel she for a living. Let's just do. Let's just end that. Sorry. Okay. Let's just end end this with the wrap it up. And that was the word Strichedonia. And of course, as always, it's got something to do with our guest. Of course. Because our, our guest, this is this is her motto for life. It is. Strichedonia. She might have created this word. <laughs> our guest today is a journalist. Among many of her other impressive writing accomplishments, she's written about travel for titles like Vogue, GQ, Pop Sugar, and Architectural Digest. She's also the author of the upcoming novel, The Lost Night. Please welcome Andrea Bartz to the studio. <laughs> Andy, thanks for traveling here all the way to Williamsburg from, um, where are you from? Uh, well, originally from Milwaukee, but I live like a 10 minute walk away. So it was really one of my shorter travels. <laughs> well, thank you for coming <laughs> thank walk you for, to the studio. Yes, thank you for coming. Did you know the word? Thanks for having me. I didn't, but See, I actually, you know what? Word. I do get it because when you travel as much as I do, it's like your your need to get out is more and more compressed. Mm-hmm. And like two weeks in America is like, I got to get out of here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how you feel. Is that how you, is that your timeline right now? You're like, it's been a while. It's been two weeks since I've been on a flight. It's been, well, before I just came back, as you know, from Mexico City and Puerto Rico. And before that, I was, it was like just over a month that I didn't leave. And it like was getting to me by the it. end. Yeah. Wow. It's like, I need that stimulation. Like, I got to get my juice. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. For the record, my wife helped me with that word. Did and she? so that's her clue to me. Like, well, let's start. Googling spots again. Oh, it's a little stressful. But were you, we, yeah. were you like, I need a word. And she was like, strike it on you. She was like, look, here, get the hell three locations, here. three dates. I'm like, God. Um, yeah, but right, thanks right, for that. But before but we do all this, we can't guys, talk about anything else. We really can't. I mean, no. listen, you know, we love having Andy here. She probably wants to just get up and fly away, literally. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to let her do that or even go on with the interview until. No, no, no. no. Not, not, not Until yet. she gives us a, a gift. Yeah. The what, pressing question. Did you get us? 
very exciting. This is the most exciting part of every show. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody comes on without a gift. No. Um, My guess was you were going to come here and going to give us miles. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that would have been yeah. That would have been hotly debated <laughs> who would get the miles yes. out of this one. Complicated. A <laughs> couple miles here, a couple miles there. We're going to take a couple miles for us. I need a moderator. I need to be at this. I need to get this fair. This needs to be fair. It's like a wedding crash. We're going to throw a couple miles our way. That's okay, too. We like get on the phone okay, with like Delta support. <laughs> How do you best okay. divvy up How miles? How do I transfer? <laughs> Um, all right, I'll let I'll let anyone open this. Oh. Well, go for it. All right. So this is brought back from travels, and it's something I frequently get on on travels. What is it? Ooh. What are they? Oh, are these crystals. So they they're look like crystals. crystals. Oh. They're all clear quartz. You can maybe oh. hear them in a lap's hand right now. There's yeah. three of them, God. and they were they were presented to us in a like a like a, like a little like, like a co- like coffee like a coffee bag, yeah, coffee like bag. A burlap, more of a burlap. Say burlap, than like, yeah. Jackson's gonna freak out. So <laughs> it's beautiful. one for each of you, obviously. <gasps> oh, thank you. You this can you can divvy up among yourselves. Oh, no Delta support. Great. I get the biggest. I'm gonna take the smallest one. because I'm still gonna request. Miles. I guess I'll take whatever's left over <laughs> after you jackals have taken. I'm gonna keep all of them in here for now. Can I? Okay. Can I just see? Can, can I, I? Yeah, can yeah. I, yeah can pass can them around. Can I just say though that my son, in a I don't know how or why, is like really obsessed with crystals. I mean, I, I don't know why, but he like gets so excited. Because kids about are really them. intuitively into like energy stuff, yes. and yes. like there's just something about crystals. Like I know it's like like magic is sort of fake, but like I do think there's something really interesting to how like crystals have always been this sort of like connection for us to sort of manifest things and like right you know like that. positive yeah. energy that comes out of it like it's like the we're also energy. gonna have to have a magician on the show to refute your magic yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's real but anyway cl- clear quartz the the purpose These are of beautiful. it thank you thank yeah. you thank so you. much thank you very much um it's a it's a stone that's i had to look this up i didn't know this offhand but it's it's known for amplification um and manifestation so Ooh. what you can do is hold it in your hands and think about an intention like whatever you would, you know, wish for in your birthday candles, and it'll sort of amplify it and help manifest it. Okay, I love. They that. feel very weighty, by the way. I love Just, all that's that. beautiful. From the from the scale of them, they do feel very weighty. I'm looking forward to making some wishes later. I'm no, so excited. Absolutely. I'm gonna give it to Jackson and tell him what you just said, and he's gonna lose his mind. That is great. Awesome. Oh my god, I he's would love to see it. these through his eyes right yeah, now. Yeah, he's gonna lose it. I'll, I'll video <laughs> it. I'll send it to you guys. That's great. Thank, Thank you, you again. so much. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Yay. So he's here to divvy up later. <laughs> the the first yes. question that, as a travel writer, the one thing that everybody really wants to know is, what kind of rewards card do you use? <laughs> so I actually have an S corp, and so all of my business expenses that aren't paid for by you know work, um, I put directly onto it. It's a Capital One okay um, business business card. I love talking about. I mean, this has got to be everyone's favorite part of the show. It's everyone. No, it's just I'm a small business owner as well. And I love talking about write-offs. We should have a whole segment of write-offs. Um, oh. Shout to the IRS. We love you guys. Please don't follow us. Oh, my God. Um, please I'm going to edit that part out. Yeah, yeah, please actually do that. But um, that's great. That's great. Do you have, do you have, uh, do you get to like, do you get the miles benefits of your travel yourself at all? Yeah, I generally do. I mean, every once in a while, if like an airline is is like somehow comping my ticket, then I don't. But the majority of the time, it's like a PR company will invite me to a destination on behalf of either a specific property or group of properties or like a tourism board. Um, and so they'll handle setting everything up. But since I go and my name's like on the ticket, I have all my rewards, you know, and my sky miles going in all directions that's unbelievable that's a really good no it's funny no one's ever asked that first like, this is never where people go <laughs> we first were, six degrees nyc is all about not being normal it's that's fair we're, we're abnormal we're very abnormal we, like we gotta find the right deal the best deals around you know yeah this whole second the, the whole reason we brought you on is to get our points system figured out because we were debating about this last week and i was like you know what let's just save it for when andy gets on and she'll figure it out for us no um but being able to travel for work is really exciting especially for three people that don't necessarily travel as much and a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do that um what got you into travel writing yeah that's a great question so i was a magazine editor for many years um 
mostly in the health and like women's service realm. Um, and I kept getting laid off because magazines I worked at kept folding, mm-hmm. um, which is a sad sort of commentary on the state of, of magazines today. But um, at my most recent full-time job, um, I was the deputy editor of two magazines and they folded. And I figured like all the other times, I was just gonna freelance to tide myself over until I found a new job. And it turned out there aren't a lot of jobs at the deputy editor level. Um, and so I was freelancing much longer than I anticipated and traveling whenever I had time and funds. And then finally one day I had the grand idea of why don't I try to combine the two and started um, networking with travel editors and like just trying to get to know people who could give me work. And once I had some work, it sort of begets more work out of it. Um, and now it's most of what I do freelance wise um, is the travel travel writing. That's amazing. So uh, let's just say rough, roughly out of the year, how many days out of the year are you traveling for work? That's mm-hmm. what her work is traveling. That's mm-hmm. that's amazing. Right. And then writing, of course. So yeah. yeah. And then all the, yeah, all the like hard work after it of placing stories and writing them. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's important. That's <laughs> probably something like, and I've never added it up, but it probably averages out to a about a week a month. Okay. So what's what's twelve times seven? Uh, Eighty four. Is it? Yeah, there's an Indian guy on the mm-hmm. on the podcast. He's right. right. So I just, about eighty ish days a year. Um, but then there's been some years where I've left for like three or four weeks in the winter, especially, right. which is a good thing to do in New York winters. So that throws it off. So is that like the best thing ever, or is there <laughs> a part of you that feels like? Maybe it's not as special to be going on vacation because you're kind of always on vacation. Something I try to to clear up is like it's not actually vacation because like mm. when you go on a vacation, you're presumably with the people you want, doing mm-hmm. the things you want. You have, you know, autonomy over your itinerary and where you're going to stay and what you're going to do and who you're going to see. Um, and yeah, for me, it's like often with strangers. Some of them are obnoxious. Mm. Um, you end up seeing. I'll do like basically a three-week itinerary over the course of about a week. So like there's a lot of like 5.30 in the morning call times to like 11.30 p.m. is when you finish up um, with no sort of time to process in between. And I imagine with such a packed itinerary, you have to try to experience it as if you had nothing else to do in an hour, right? Exactly. Is that that challenge? Honestly, I mean, total champagne problems and like people are going to hate me when they listen to this, but like... You know, I was just thinking about this experience I had with this beautiful eight-course tasting menu. Oh, that's all. And all best of setup the, ever. And, <laughs> that's the best know, setup ever. The was, I had this horrible experience. Between, <laughs> Sorry, it was horrible. Um, eight-course tasting menu, and then you know, like the amuse bouche and all the stuff in between the courses and the wine pairings, and in between somebody's crawling out and, and explaining like this is everything you need to know about this beautiful dish in front of you, whatever. And it was like a four-hour meal, and like I was in Australia, we had eaten lunch, like. Three hours before, nobody was hungry. We'd gone like paddleboarding that morning. We hadn't we hadn't gotten to the hotel yet, so we were still like dirty and mm-hmm. sweaty and so tired. And it was like ten thirty at night, and we were just like, "Oh my God, we're only on course four! Like, what are we gonna <laughs> right. do?" Yeah. Wow. So that's, that's the kind crazy. of thing where, like, of course, it's a beautiful once in a lifetime experience, but like, you should kind of not eat that day and yeah. come really hungry and have this be like your event. And instead, it was like event eight out of 11 for right. the day or something. Can you just give us a sense of like the places you've been to recently or that you just overall where you where you've gotten to travel? Sure. Um, I've been all over the place. I haven't done like a country count in a while. Um, well, I just came back from Mexico and, and Puerto Rico. Um, and I've been to Mexico a handful of times this year. It's like my new favorite place. Mm. It's so close. <laughs> um, but I've been all over Europe. I've been in um, Morocco and Uganda. Um, in Asia, I've been in um, Thailand, Vietnam, Japan, China, Hong Kong, Indonesia, um, Singapore. I feel like that's I feel like that's most of it. I've done uh, Peru. I want to do more of South America and mm. really Latin America in general. So, yeah, there's still a, a ton of places on my to-go list. One of the things that I used to want to do growing up was to have like pages added to my passport because I, there's so many stamps. Now that I think about it, I haven't gotten to that point yet. I'm nowhere near it. But what does your passport look like? Have you had to go back? Do they know you at the airports? Are they just like, oh, hey, Andy, yeah, come on through. You're good. Oh, it's beeping? No big deal. You're good. They don't know. They definitely don't know me. I have my TSA pre-check. Um, I, when I got 
the latest passport. I like paid for the extra pages then, and I'm nowhere near having <laughs> gotten anywhere near the end. Smart so though. I don't know if that's happening. Um, oh, here's a fun tip for everyone. If you don't have um, global entry and you're like, oh man, I really should have done that. Don't get global entry. Just download this app called Mobile Passport. And it's like free. It's made by TSA. Um, and it'll get you into like majority of the international airports. You um, when, like when you first set it up, you scan your passport and it just saves your profile. And then when you get off a plane, you skip all the lines. Really? There's a little sign that says mobile passport and an arrow. You skip all the lines. You go through faster than people with global entry. Are you sure you, you want to give this tip out? I mean, like I shouldn't, <laughs> no but listening. I just feel like it's <laughs> such good advice. Like I've done it with yeah. other travel writers where I make them download the app and it's like thrilling. Wow. That is, you are that sounds the first thrilling. person through. Yeah. I mean, only coming into like America. When, it's like when Easy Pass first came out and you're like, I got this Easy Pass. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the app store right now. <laughs> yes. Literally. Like, I already got it. Oh, Dibs. Already d- <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Here that's we go. dope. In addition to the three okay. crystals, you gave us the best gift. <laughs> yes. The best gift of all. I'm so Skipping excited about the this. But so that's on the way back. That's only coming back right. into America. Right. Got it. That got makes it. sense. So so then what's the, the coolest or craziest or whatever-est experience you've had while abroad? That is such a hard question. Um, Six degrees NYC, we don't make it easy. No, you're really here to challenge me. Yeah, we are. Well, I can tell you about like our our afternoon in Uganda where we almost got like trapped in a in a game reserve. In like, a what reserve? Lot, like a game reserve, which is oh. what you drive around when you're on safari, right, like you're right. in a game reserve. And we went, we drove out in the morning and it was pouring rain and we were driving through this game reserve to get to... Um, like a village of, you know, like a traditional um, village, like deep out in the African safari. This is in the Kadepo Valley. And it was pouring rain the entire time we were driving out. We get there and I'll never forget the image. There were these like perfectly circular little huts that with like sort of thatch sloping roofs with a little bit of overhang from the roof. And we got there and it was raining so hard that all the goats like wanted wanted shelter so they ran up to the they ran up to the huts but they had to like line the only way they could actually get covered was if they lined themselves up like tail to nose along like ring around, around the, uh, the around the hut and it was just like the funniest sight we'd ever seen and we kept laughing and the locals were like what um but anyway so we spent some time <laughs> they're like what they What's were just so all calmly like standing like flush against these little huts but anyway, so we spent some time out there, came back, did um, a game drive, and we spotted this lion, and everyone was the, – the driver was super excited because this particular lion hadn't been spotted in, like, over a year. They assumed he had left oh, wow. this area, and come, so he must be back, and they were all thrilled. The lion was, like, way too close for comfort. He was, like, oh, 15 feet away. And, the and you, driver, were walking, you were just on foot? No, you were in a car. No, we were in a, okay. we were in a Jeep, and the driver yeah. was like, it's fine. The Jeep – like, he – like, animals, you know, animals uh, – see the jeep as like one animal so like to them we look big and foreboding and i'm like i also look like fleshy and delicious (laughs) so i don't know how i feel about that so um we it's like sun is starting to set and it's time to go back and we drive along this like dirt road which is mud and we get to sort of like the last like we can see the gates in the distance and there's this like rushing river that i guess would just normally be like a little trickle but there's a rushing river blocking where we need to drive and like immediately beyond it is this like waterfall so we can't just it's not just like oh we might get stuck and that'd be bad it's like we would get we would become afloat and then go over a waterfall like die right 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 oh it was just horrible. It was like, has this never happened? Have you never had rain before? Yeah, what's going on? We're all very confused. Did you right. not know <laughs> that we were going to get trapped? Yeah. Right. Like, no one did the By math a river? Jeez. So, at first, it's just, like, kind of funny. And then this, like, couple shows up, and they're on, like, a motorbike. I don't know where they were coming from. They were, like, this beautiful African, like, young African couple on a motorbike. And they also stop. And everyone's just, like, gets out of the Jeep, and they're just, like, standing around, sort of, like, staring at it, you know? Like, hands in pockets. Like, well... We'll see if it miraculously goes down in the next half hour. So we stand around. We, like, break out the drinks because apparently in Africa you always bring, like, sundowners and we're just sitting (laughs) around drinking. lovely. I could do that. It sounds like something I could do. A lot is planning his next mini moon. I'm a Jeep owner. I love this story. I mean, Uganda was amazing. It's really – this is a sidebar, but it's really the place to go because it's so um, still, like, sort of under the radar. So, like, you're the only Jeep in the – which most of the time is a good thing. You're, like, one of the only Jeeps out in the game reserve. Um, and then suddenly this like Frenchman shows up and he's in full like 
like we immediately started calling him the general. He was in like full like military regalia, what? but like with shorts. Like <laughs> I am the very model of a modern major general kind of kind of like get up. And he had a little I swear to God, he had like the mustache. <gasps> we were like, who is this man? Um it's like Jumanji. <laughs> So yes, it was exactly like that. So he walks up and he is just he's just kind of observing it too and like asking like angry questions and he keeps saying like I need to get I need to get to the camp. I'm supposed to pick someone up in the camp. Um and you're blocking my way and we're like you're free to go through. Um and he's like it won't be good for my car. <laughs> okay. We're like well, we're in a jeep. Like why can't we go through? Like jeeps are totally like the outside of the car is jeep all over it. Yes, sir. And the driver's like, "Well, it's the casing of a jeep." But apparently the guts like weren't cheap at all, and so he's like, Chevy Nova in there. <laughs> "Yeah, so he's like, well, the Chevy problem Nova. is if it gets wet, like it won't work. It'll just like flood it's the, the engine. worst Jeep to have in Uganda." I think. So again, wow. like, who planned this? <laughs> so finally, he just pulls his Jeep off to the corner, and it's getting dark. And again, we've just seen lions, and like, sure. you don't want to sure. be in the middle of the no. safari <laughs> of the savannah, you know. Late at night um, without lights. With how, how big is this crossing, do you think? How many feet? It was, it seemed enormous. It was probably actually 15 feet. Okay, so you're not jumping it, right? You're definitely not jumping. <laughs> and it doesn't Jason seem Bourne to build a ramp. Yeah. Just trying to Jason Bourne this thing, see what happens. Could that know? Jeep engine make it over? <laughs> there's, there's no trees from which to like hang and yeah. swing across. Like we were thinking about possibilities. So finally, the Frenchman is like, he like kind of tests it with his toe and he goes, it is deep, but not so deep. <laughs> and he just gets in the water and is rushing around his, his feet. And it came up to about his knees and he just like crab walked across, just huh. like left his car. And then the um, the couple with the motorbike just like set their motorbike down and we're like, well, we'll get this tomorrow too. And they also like the woman hiked up her like beautiful African print, like batik skirt and they crossed through and we're like, okay, if like humans can walk through without yeah. being pushed down yeah. the waterfall. We'll I think a Jeep is going to make it. And so the driver was like, I'll only do it if you want to do it. And we're like, let's do it. <laughs> Drunkenly. <laughs> yeah, like four like gin and tonics in. <laughs> um, and so we all got in the car and like braced ourselves and he like gunned it for some reason like oh this will be better if we're going really fast. <laughs> he guns it and it like splashes in. There's like water everywhere and then we made it out the other side and oh, went wow. home. This reminds me of my um, safari at Magic Kingdom in Disney World. Jeez. <laughs> exactly. Compl- seems- yeah, that's like not even on the same page of the article. <laughs> but just the feeling, you I know? actually loved the safari. So, um, surprising fact, your crystals are from Disney World. <gasps> Yay! Look at that. Disney World is the best. Full circle. Yeah, I went last month um, shortly after Ben had asked me to be on this, and I didn't have gifts yet and was still thinking about it. And surprisingly at some of the gift shops they have very affordable crystals yeah so you lifted them from a gift shop so so go for the rocks stay for the rides um but i actually thought the safari was really delightful it was really but i there were moments where we were because you're like in this big like jeep bus thing i don't know if you guys have been um and there's like legit lions and like rhinoceroses and like animals and everyone's super chill and i'm sitting there like you guys there's a rhinoceros. Why aren't we afraid of this rhinoceros? <laughs> and I, I still don't understand it. Because yeah, the rhinoceros is in Orlando, I think. I mean, I don't know. They I, gotta, would, gotta I mean, be. it's not like there's a fence. They must it's, be extremely well fed. Because, yeah, that right. was a lot closer than know. we got to anything in Creepy. Africa. Yeah. It's got to be well fed or that they're they're heavily drugged up. There's no way that I don't they're, think they're drugging. They, they wouldn't be able. That would be a PR nightmare, don't you think? If they're they're and we did also, we did like the twilight one. So it's like getting dark and like everything is kind of glowing and... It's beautiful, but it's a little creepy. I mean, wild animals. Wild like, animals. It's a real can't thing. Can't trust them. Well, they have the like all the safaris where pe- like they come up to your car. I mean, there's something about it that's like a little bit like, are you just tempting fate? Like, what if you have a vinyl top roof? Like, I wanted are they to gonna- Google the stats. Yeah. Like, how many people have died at Magic Kingdom on safari? I didn't right. do it though. Look it up on our Instagram, which we'll <laughs> yeah. post a screenshot of later. Yeah. We're running stats now. Um, no, I actually actually know. Indirectly, I know some people that have had very bad experiences in safaris in Africa. Even really? a couple that really was crushed by an <gasps> no elephant. way. Yeah. Shut your seriously. Mouth. I, I, I didn't elephant. know them directly, but they're you know f- through family friends. Um, an elephant just like crushed a couple. Oh my god! Yeah. Andy is so glad she didn't know that before she. Yes. No, that, well, that, that, well, the point is, That's the, the the story that she gave us was even more upsetting. No, not upsetting. It's, it's it was more you know suspenseful because. 
Oh, well, you're out there, no matter know. how twisted you are. Well, she's sitting here with us today, so we knew. So you know I know, she's, I know she's right fine. <laughs> but in thought, the moment, I just thought she was going to say the Frenchman had no no pant legs, and then he no longer had legs. I, don't, I didn't know where it was I just, going. I, I want to suggest something. that maybe it was the gin that saved you. Yeah. I, yeah. I agree with that. Actually, no, it was really the Frenchman. The Frenchman. He walked. He's the one who he manned up. God the Frenchman. He's like, I don't need silk. I'm going to do some my own. Just walk. He just right like, he left his my jeep, jeep there. Yeah. And he walks jeep. The whole thing still doesn't make sense to me. Like, did he come back for his jeep? I mean, he must have. Did and he? it is. It's so hot and dry that, like, I'm sure the next morning, like, it was right. reduced to a trickle, like a centimeter wide. Um, but yeah, he so. just was like, I'm doing what, this. What are we talking about, like, a walk wise from there, though? I mean, like, how did he just? Where was he going? Well, you could see the camp, and okay. you could see like the entrance gotcha. to the camp because there's like a kind of guard tower mm. i don't remember exactly who he was picking up or why but like it was walkable yeah okay yeah. how are you gonna pick right. them up by foot did he get his parking validated i mean what happened to the car i'm so curious now <laughs> we never validated send again. a guy random a guy? frenchman we don't in know Uganda, random yes please, please write us at if there, six hadn't, degrees, right, if there hadn't been video that included them i would have been like we all collectively hallucinated, yeah. <laughs> hallucinated yeah. the frenchman it was like there was a rip in the space-time continuum and he like walked in from the turn he of the was century. like from another time maybe he was at camp and he was like i'm going to go fuck with some white <laughs> I'm good. They're caught at the trap. I'm going to fuck with them. It's very That's possible. Hilarious. Oh, man. Shout out to oh, Geico man. Uganda for offering that. Not message. Leave your car. Do you leave your car roadside. Just leave it. Not even like roadside assistance. Just leave your car roadside. He just hit OnStar and walked on. Oh, yeah. That's great. Uh, Six Weeks NYC. We're here with Andy Bartz. What a great name to have for someone that travels. Um, Bartz with a Z, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, recently, Anthony Bourdain just passed away. And he was traveling a lot too, obviously for work. What, what were your thoughts when that, when you heard that? I mean, is something that you've ever covered? Is that the type of stories you've ever written? Have you ever met the guy? Have you ever met anybody that's similar to him? What were you know? Tell us about that. So I've never met him myself. Um, it's been amazing in the days since uh, how many how many ways I was one degree away. It seems like every journalist met right. him at some point. Right. Um, so many people know him, and everyone had such positive interactions. Um, and what strikes me, I don't normally have too strong of a reaction to celebrity deaths. I mean, it's sad, but right, to me, course. it's not any sadder than any of the other million Americans that commit suicide yep. every year or things like that. Yep. But this one actually kind of hit home and affected me. And I was trying to figure out why. And I think what I settled on is that um, we talk about connecting with people and we talk about um, sort of having new experiences and appreciating how beautiful the world is and being mindful and being grateful and experiencing gratitude as sort of all these things that like we see as the antidote to to depression, to mental illness, to, um, to hopelessness, to suicidal ideation. We talk about um, these as sort of the things that fix it or, or inoculate you right, against right. it. And he had all those things. He sort of was living the life that should be the most sort of depression proof in a way from everything we know right. and understand mm -hmm. yeah. and and seemed so curious and so engaged with people and with the world. And to know that he still clearly ultimately succumbed to, to this disease really affects me because I have struggled with um, depression and anxiety at different points myself. And for me, travel is sort of a, a blessing and a curse because it really makes me feel engaged and excited and I love being new places and I love, you know, you're sort of forced, it's almost like meditation, like you're forced to be mindful when you're somewhere new and everything is so interesting and mm -hmm. engaging and exciting. You're just taking it in like, you're not, you know, sitting there thinking about all the things that are wrong or could go wrong tomorrow. You're really kind of engaged um, and that's really helpful. But then at the same time, for me, especially if I'm super jet lagged or really sleep deprived, I like start to notice that for me that actually sort of triggers um, depressive symptoms and I recognize it mm -hmm. and I know what's going on and it's like, oh, I really need to get some sleep tonight, even if that means I have to miss an activity tomorrow because I start to feel for me the the symptoms are just sort of a hopelessness, a sort of sweeping sense of sadness, mm -hmm. even though it's not related to anything. I'm somewhere beautiful most of the time right. sure. this happens. Yeah. Um, and so for me, travel in a funny way, like can be a trigger in addition to being a really, really positive, you know, part of my life. So it was just, it, it put into perspective how many people say, I mean, much as you guys did, and I totally get it. Like you're living the dream, mm -hmm. like is everything as awesome as it seems? Like you are just, you have the most awesome job, which I do and I love it, but it just goes to show like truly nothing inoculates you. And so we all just have to work on 
you know, reducing stigma and talking about our own experiences and reaching out to yeah. everyone in our lives and well, all that. It, it is interesting how much we sort of, we give certain experiences a lot of credit or we give a certain people who have experiences a lot of credit. And no matter what you're doing, you're still just living, right? And you can do something exciting or exotic or you can do something boring, but you're still just sort of existing in the world. And that comes with all sorts of ups and downs. Yeah. And it made me think about like social media and this whole idea of FOMO and and like how everyone is sort of living this grand life, or at least that's what they're portraying on Instagram. But then, you know, you don't really know what's going on underneath the surface. And and for me, it was just like this, this like realization that you just don't know. And, and it's good to, especially with close friends and family and stuff, to just ask sometimes and find out because there's stuff going on that you might not be um, aware of. So, yeah, the Anthony Bourdain thing was... There have been a lot of deaths in the last few years that have been high profile. And like this was easily at le- the, one of the most visible on social media. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw his photo at least 150 times yesterday on my feed. It was crazy. Crazy. I saw people put clips up. Yeah. Yeah. So, Andy, yes. in your experience, you know, from all the experience you have, where should everybody go? Like a great question. Number one. When I'm meeting with PR people who have a ton of different travel clients and they're like, so what, you know, what appeals to you? I'm always like, I like the places that like tug you in the heart. Like give me an Istanbul, give me a Bali. Like don't give me like a Singapore, like lovely. Felt no connection to it. Like don't need to be back. And so if I'm shout out to Singapore, (laughs) (laughs) but I actually, well, I've never been there, but what is like, what is it? What was it that didn't, you know, it's very sterile. That's what I've, um, it's everything is extremely clean and well thought out. And like I was sent to pretty much wherever I go, I try to find like the sort of bohemian artsy neighborhood. Um, people will be like, oh, you're just trying to find the Williamsburg I just, forever. I was and like, just yeah, about to say that. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm you trying know, to do. Like, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like, I want to see what the art scene looks like right. and what sort of the, like, people, well, like, if I lived there, where would I be? There's sure. a reason there's one in every city, right? Yes. There's a reason there is Absolutely. One. And But let me tell you, you think that, and then you go to Singapore's, yeah. and there's, like, three immaculate coffee shops and, like, a bookstore, and that's it. That's it. Like, it is just, so, like, there's no personality to mm. the city. Um, yeah, the skyline is beautiful, and everything is blinky and clean and there's no trash anywhere and you can get arrested for spitting gum onto the sidewalk and is there a place in the united states that you love or would recommend people check out i mean speaking of purely personal vacations i've been to montana twice in the last few years uh, with my fam with my parents Mm -hmm. yeah with my parents and my sister and one time we um stayed in Big Sky and went down to Yellowstone one day. Um, and this most recent time, last summer, we stayed near Glacier, like right at the, the foot of Glacier and drove in. Um, and it's just so unbelievably beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the rumors are true. It's just one of the most they gorgeous. They have like buffalo, right? There's like, just, yeah, there's just like, like buffalo hanging out. There's like beautiful <laughs> lakes and mountains. and. Very random question, because you just mentioned Montana. How many states have you visited in the US out of the 50? versus how many countries do you think you may have visited in your entire life? Ready, go. Offhand. No, <laughs> you got to know the answer right away. I'm, I'm pretty, I don't know the number, but I'm pretty sure I've been to more, like the country count is higher than the state count, mm. which it's which dope. I'm not, no, I'm not proud of it because um, there's so much of America that's incredible and that people don't bother to go see. And shout, shout out really to America. Important. Shout, shout out to yeah. America. Shout out to I, Tourism I, Board of America. You know, I, I will say. National you. I think I got a gig for Andy. Can we all stand no, for a second? But, Set but, him a little <laughs> No, but seriously though, like I feel like every time I've traveled abroad, I've always come back and like I love traveling and I love experiencing new cultures, but there is this feeling of like homecoming. When you come back to America and this like sort of patriotic feeling that I get totally. when I get home that is just like really yeah, as, soon as, nice as soon as I'm through the customs guy is like what's going on he like looks you down I, right. I gotta get this mobile mobile passport mobile, pass. mobile passport yeah, mobile passport passport. Passport. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that the best feeling too. is when those customs guys are like welcome back I'm like <laughs> oh my bless God. you God damn it. I love America bless you love you but America also we don't appreciate it's huge yeah. Yeah. it's bigger than you it's huge and so there's such varied landscape and like the different national parks are just incredible. I mean, stunning landscapes and like, there's so much to see. That's it is agreed. insane. It's it's nuts. Yeah, I've never been to the and you southwest don't necessarily get it there. the southwest other places either. Like, there's some things that are like unique to America. Mm-hmm. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, six degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Six degrees. NYC. We're here with <laughs> yeah. uh, with Andy Bartz, really learning a lot about travel. 
Um, we've got a couple of segments coming up right after your sponsors. Hi, want to get away? Brought to you by Mobile Passport. <laughs> yeah. We- Six degrees NYC. Come take a nap with us on the beach. <laughs> um, we're back. Nothing Six like degrees. Yeah. Six degrees NYC. We have Andy Bartz here. And we're approaching the most. This is the competitive one. This I'm is so where nervous. we pitch ourselves against our guests. And Alap is our spokesperson. Absolutely. And I'm proud to be. Very antagonistic after a lot of really good <laughs> yeah. vibes. We, we like to rope you in and then like, <laughs> hey, hey, lull no. me into a sense yeah, of complacency. Andy, no, thanks, for, totally. thanks for telling us everything about your life and work, but now, now prepare. Do, or die. <laughs> yeah. do or die. To the death. This loser has to sweep the, the whole studio. What? No. Wow. I actually not, like this one. I'm not, I don't want to do that. Pay the electric I'm bill? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> last one has to pay Ben's last bad bet at Belmont. You know what? I like it. This, yeah. That would be... I wish I could go back and bet bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Who's more New York than us? That's the That's the question that's and the we're going to find out right now. Right. We're actually going to ask six questions about New York City, each with a different points value. And we're covering everything from pop culture to history to achievements of famous New Yorkers, anything New York is on the table. The first to buzz in and answer correctly gets the points. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has a chance to steal. Stealing multiple choice after an incorrect answer cuts the points value in half. Got it. And to buzz in today, we figured just like every other time, we're going to pick something that has to do with the segment. So Andy and I decided during the commercial break uh, that we were going to do our favorite airlines. So Andy's favorite airline is Delta and mine is JetBlue. So, oh, you're going modern. I would have gone Pan Am or TWA. You know? <laughs> Pan Am. Something, something nice and current. Just catch me if you can. Why, why would I pick TWA? No. Um, I can go throwback. You want to go throwback? No, no. I okay. think we got it. You're JetBlue. JetBlue. Andy is... Delta. 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 So make sure to wait for the question to finish before you answer or buzz in. Um, and I think we're ready to go. Okay. They, they have tapped fists and they are ready to go but we didn't make eye contact we no, just good. good you gotta yeah, i want her to know like yeah yeah good luck but not really elapsed elapsed in practice he was in here shadow boxing earlier <laughs> i was tapping my mirror at home just, yeah. like, look walking away while i totally. tap <laughs> smudges everywhere my wife is gonna be furious oh god all right here we go question number one is worth two points how many people visit times square each year this is multiple choice a 100 people B, 1 million people. <laughs> C, 50 million people. Or D, 500 million people. JetBlue. That would be a lot. That's how we, that's how we do it. That's right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with D, uh, 500 million. Oh, that's loud. That's loud. Sorry for that loudness. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's long. It's long, too. Yeah. Um, that was <laughs> incorrect. Yeah, I heard the buzz. Thanks. <laughs> For Captain Obvious Andy, over you here. have a chance May to steal? steal. I'm going to say C, 50 million. For one point, cut in half, it is C, 50 million people. Touche. Touche. Nice job, Andy. Thank you. Question two, worth two points. With more than 50,000 square feet of space, this Flatiron District tourist attraction has ties to the recently disgraced Mario Batali. This is not a multiple choice question. JetBlue. Lot. I'm going to go with Italy. And for two points. Oh, wow. It is Italy. Wow. Nice work. Can we just, I mean, the Mario Batali thing is I had no idea what Italy was. I see the signs, but I still don't know what it is. And it's full of Italians who are visiting. It's hilarious. Yes. Really? Walk in and just stand still and everyone around you will be speaking Italian because that's like the only thing to Italian tourists will eat. Wow. It's Italian food. Well, that's there's, hilarious. There's a French version of that in... Uh, Battery Park. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of it. Uh, and there's also a Spanish version of that opening up very soon oh. in Hudson Yards. Nice. And me being a food and beverage industry guy, that's kind of why I know what's going oh. on the street. So. that why? 
Well, that and also, I mean, it's they're, they're amazing places. As a brick and mortar guy walking into a place like that, I'm like, damn, I gotta step. No, it's impre- it's legit impressive. It's like, beautiful. When you go, it's, yeah, it yeah. is impressive. I've, I, I've only been that. once, and when I heard that it, it was like the number two tourist destination of New York, that oh, really? surprised me. Oh. Yeah, because oh. I didn't it's a good know that. Question. It, yeah, that, well, that, you should have prefaced it with that. that the only thing off. is, I heard that, but I couldn't prove it anywhere. So we, uh, went, with, we went with the other one. Okay. Right, 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 right. Do you know how my dad says Italy? Guess. Italy. 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 Isn't I that adorable? <laughs> like Bitly? Italy. <laughs> Love him. That's so great. Italy. Next, <laughs> next, next question. question. I thought that was the We're question. I thought, I thought that <laughs> was the question. No, I, I just threw that in there. Do you know how David Jane says Italy? <laughs> Italy. He literally says that. It's hilarious. That's great. Next question. Two now, points. this question is worth two points. Yep. How about how... Many hotel rooms. Is this multiple wait, choice? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. If it's multiple choice, <laughs> so we have you, to know if we should about, jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, this is multiple choice. Thank okay. you. Can you start oh with that, God. Audrey? I'm sorry. Let okay. me read this question. Jeez, the ben, worst, read the question. You're like the worst version of I'm Steve sorry. Harvey ever. I'm like, <laughs> this question is multiple choice worth two points. About how many hotel rooms are there in New York City? This, the answers are as of 2017. A, 1.1 million. B, 115,000. C. 45,000 or D, 15,000? A. I mean, JetBlue. <laughs> I don't know if we can accept. Okay, I said JetBlue. Yeah. JetBlue. I'm going to say A. Wait, I hit the <laughs> It is not 1.1 million. Can you repeat the options yes. for my steal? The, the remaining options are B, 115,000, C, 45,000, D, 15,000. I'm going to go with B. Jesus. <laughs> this is working wow. out well for me. This is... I'm doing exactly what I did with Max. Yeah, well, Andy's, Andy's pulling at me. Roll. I did this with Max last, last time, <laughs> and I allowed him to jump in. It's okay. We're tied. Two up. That is two points, two points each. Two and up. we are up to question number four. Question number four. This is worth three points. Is it it is, multiple choice? It is absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> multiple <laughs> choice. This is... <laughs> sorry. You could just say no. Sorry, sorry. It is certainly not. <laughs> Like Jesus, what? Like we didn't play this before with you. I mean, I have, but okay. So this question is worth three points. It is not multiple choice. This categorically, week- this is not a multiple choice. <laughs> Wait, question. quick question: Is it multiple choice? Yeah, it is not. Yes or no? In, in it a is way, not. If you actually, if you think about it, you have infinite, infinite. choices. So, <laughs> and that yes. is multiple. This is well. a, this choice. This question is infinite choice. Yes, it is infinite choice. Okay. Bad. This museum was created from a number of original architectural elements of French abbeys that were dismantled and relocated to New York from Europe between 1934 and 1939. Delta. Andy Bart. Uh, the Met Cloisters. The Cloisters it is. Well done. What was that worth? Three points. points. That's a backbreaker. Into the lead. That's a a backbreaker. That's a backbreaker. I also feel like that that question was specifically put there. Absolutely not. It wasn't. This is, you know, we we gear our questions towards the theme of the day. Right. A lot. Here's your chance to pull into the lead with a four point question. Is this the last question? No. No. This is question number five. There's one more. Is this multiple choice? This is multiple choice and it is worth four points. Okay. Todd Hill in Staten Island holds what claim to fame? A, it has the largest population of toads in New York City. B, it is the highest natural point in all of the Atlantic coast from Florida to Cape Cod. C, it is a secret site where Alexander Hamilton met with George Washington to plan the Battle of Long Island. Or D, it was the home to the last stop on the Underground Railroad. JetBlue. A lot. I'm just going to say A, highest number of toads. You're not learning any lessons here. I am because that was I had to have taken that shot. I had to go first. <laughs> For two points, Andy, would you yourself. like to try to steal? Um, yeah, let's go with highest point on the Eastern. And it is seven to two. Wow. I'm mean, sorry, it is. It is two. Yeah, seven, seven, yeah, seven, seven to two. Is it a two pointer. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was four. four. It was four. Oh. But, she, but I guessed first. That's why. Right. Oh, right. So so it was five two before. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there's no way now that Alop can win at all, but we're going to play the last question unless, anyway. Unless, unless Andy wants to throw some chips on the table. Oh, double or nothing. Okay. She's, yeah. like, she's like, no. <laughs> but we're going to play the last question anyway. 
So this last question is worth three points. I was and really tired going into the game uh-huh. anyways. Okay. So Here come the excuses. I All wasn't right. even trying. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> and this question is multiple choice. Right. In 1884, in order to quell early public fears about the safety of the Brooklyn Bridge, the city took what action? Is it A, the city asked Domino Sugar Company to roll 100 barrels of sugar over because people love sugar? Is it B, they asked Emily Roebling, the daughter-in-law of Brooklyn Bridge designer John A. Roebling, to cross the bridge in a horse-drawn carriage to test the strength of the bridge? Was it C, the city of New York led a group of 3,000 prisoners across the bridge? Or was it D, P.T. Barnum led a parade of 20 elephants from Brooklyn to Manhattan? This is a hard one. It is, and I should know this because I watch a lot of. They're all really creative answers. They're like, all hats uh, yeah. off. I'm. Thank you. Oh, thank you. We came up with all but one. I know that's <laughs> why. <laughs> Equally plausible. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna go for it because at this point it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm letting you. you. Jet, JetBlue. JetBlue. Go for it. I'm gonna go with uh, Bottom and Billy. And you are right yeah. to come in seven to five. Yeah, and close, close game. Save our reputation game. a yeah. little well bit. Done. Yeah, so actually just six days after um, the bridge opened to the public in May of 1883, a rumor quickly spread that the bridge was about to collapse and actually 12 people were killed in like a stampede of people trying to get off the bridge. And so there was a lot of anxiety about the bridge potentially collapsing and they actually asked P.T. Barnum to bring his elephants over the bridge and, and, and prove that it was safe. It's a and cool he did story. It. Yeah, he should have included cool. it in The Greatest Showman. Right? Yeah. Good point. It would have been a nice little scene. Yeah. yeah. Vignette. Yeah. Well, well, well done, guys. Thank you for playing Are You More New York Than Us? Yeah, and you clearly are more New York than us. We'll be right back with some rapid fire. I'm not happy about this. I'm leaving the set. <laughs> without a lot. With or without a lot. I'll pull a LeBron. You know what? I'm not gonna During the break, this. we're going to have a talk, and we'll see if you're Oh, back. we will talk. We'll see if a lot's back, yeah. I could. I just I, it just. I feel so joyful. You know, like I feel like so relaxed. Six degrees. Oh. I'm gonna. I'm gonna push it back. Up. I feel like doing something so like random. Like, do you remember? Do you remember Bill Hader in uh, Forgetting Sarah, Sarah Marshall? Marshall when he's like, "Hello, hula," <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "It's actually the luau," and he's like, "It's the hula." Exactly. Yeah. That's what love I felt Bill like. Hader. Six degrees NYC. I love Bill Hader. He's so he's hot. Great. He's great. So hot. And Trainwreck, he was so hot. Is he so hot? Really? He was, he's not hot. He's he hot in the HBO hot. show. He was not hot, not hot, not hot. Trainwreck, hot. And like shockingly hot. And then since then, still hot. He's on an Barry. H- he's, have you watched Barry? Yes. The HBO show where he's he a hitman. He's hot. He's been hot since fucking Trainwreck. Okay. Well, he's holding a gun in Barry and he's got great he's hand eye. Great hand eye cord. Anyway, Bill six Hader. I can't watch Barry because I don't like. Violence, right. Six degrees NYC, rapid fire time with Andy Bartz. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. We don't have a sound effect for that. Let's just do it live. Um, Andy, this is literally the most important part of wow. the podcast. This is what everyone no is pressure. Doing. My whole this evening is... slash life has been leading to this. <laughs> yes, it has. It has a <laughs> long evening, by the way. Um, and we thank you for that. But the questions that we usually ask are about you, about the city, and the first thing that comes to mind um, should be the answer. We call it rapid fire, but we know that sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. We won't encourage you to do that, but do what you got to do. And maybe we're going to ask you some more global questions this time Perhaps. than we usually do. What is your favorite magazine? Oh my gosh. I know. This should be really easy because I work in magazines. I read a lot of them. Um, what is my favorite magazine though? Rapid fire. Uh, like many of our guests, you guys have no sense of. I'm joking. No, <laughs> no sense of urgency no or rapidity. Take your time. Take your time. This is like so not on brand for me, but I honestly love Red Book Magazine. I just think of yeah. all the women's magazines. Mm-hmm. It's just doing such a nice job of like really just like cute, quick, easy service for women. And um, I get all the I get all the women's magazines, and a lot of them like are trying a lot harder to do a lot more, but Redbook is just 
always a pleasure. It's just like a pleasure Shout to read for 45 minutes. Yeah. Wait, can oh, I add okay. another answer though? Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Jackson might actually like this. There's this magazine called Kazoo Ooh. and they've had incredible, they've had like Margaret, Margaret Atwood on how to tell a good story. Uh-huh. They've had cool. um, Alison Bechdel did a how to draw a cat and it was like a cool like how to cartoon <gasps> and like Jackson, there's that. recipes and there's science experiments. It's so cool. It's called Kazoo. Go get it. I like wish I, I had a child, so that. it wouldn't That's be weird so for me to cool. buy it. It's so cool. It's cool. And I and I've been thinking <laughs> yes. about it. I've been thinking about the, the children's subscription to a magazine thing because there are some really great children's subscriptions mm-hmm. out there. So that's one that I will absolutely look into. Super, super cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Next question. Best or favorite New York City neighborhood? Oh gosh. I just love my neighborhood. This is I mean, does everyone say this? No. No, no, really. actually not. No. Yeah. I just love, I've been in East Williamsburg for eight years. It's like held on in a way that Williamsburg, like North Williamsburg around Bedford sort of has not. I just love that from here, like Greenpoint is like at our feet and there's great restaurants and bars and all my friends live nearby and there's like parks and I just love North Brooklyn basically. I keep expanding my answer as I talk. answer. No, it's a good answer. (laughs) That's a great answer. She keeps going. I love North America. The world. North America. (laughs) America, it all comes back. America, it all comes back. Better than Italy, tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Print, online, or TV? Mm. Um, (laughs) I mean, mostly online, just because that's how we get most of our stuff. Like, I love, I love the sort of leisurely, um, decadent experience of going offline to like read a paperback book or Mm. read a magazine and not have any distractions. I absolutely love that, but I feel like the immediacy of online, like, obviously, there's no going back. Favorite pizzeria? Did I ask that? No, not yet. No. Not yet. Um, but you skipped one, but that's why we'll come back to it. I mean, if we're going to go rapid fire, I'd probably end up at, um, what's the, maybe you know, on Graham, the one that's like a sports like a sports bar now and a, and a pizza. It's across from Tony's. I don't know. Wow. I mean, like, Roberta's is really good, but it's like the same to me as like all of the other wood fire pizza places around. Emmy Squared is, is good. Like, they're all Really good. Emmy Square is great. When you feel like going out for wood fired pizza, like yeah, any of them. What about like a slice spot? You have a slice spot. You're not well, a pizza the, person. Maybe you're not slice, a pizza person. No, That's okay. The slice spot is the one I can't think of the name. It's like an Italian name. I right. can't believe I can't go. I should have my phone like you do. Where it's on Graham. It's on Graham and it's across from Tony's. And it now is a sports bar. Carmine. Thank you. It's not even that Italian. Carmine's. Yes. Carmine's. Carmine is the best. Oh, I love Carmine's. name ever for an Italian person. Yeah. I wish I had a friend. I might name my kid Carmine just because it might Carmine. sound Italian. Carmine Vora. It sounds Italian. Oh, it does. With the accent especially. Vora, yeah. yeah. Vora, yeah. It's good at Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Most memorable subway moment. God, what's coming to mind is actually from Chicago, from the L. Is that okay? Sure, yes. Wow, look at <laughs> that. Yes. That's good. Yeah, like we like that. We haven't heard that. No, the that, L. So. The L is a very, like, uh, I went on the L. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> it's similar, ago. but above ground. It's right. a little different. It's short for elevated. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. oh, um, you didn't know, yeah. I didn't know And that. so I was in college, and we were, like, riding the subway home, and a guy just started, and here's the thing, I just need to express, like, now it doesn't sound that weird, but, like, this was before, like, improv everywhere and everything. This guy just started um, folding newspapers into, like, little newspaper hats, like, you know, the very basic way mm-hmm. you would make, like, little kind of triangular hats. And handing them out to people, and he wouldn't say anything. And like everyone at first was confused, and then people were like, "Okay, we're obviously going to put him on." And this was before smartphones. This was like 2002, no, 2006. Um, and so then people were putting him on, and then everyone's like starts talking to each other to try to like you know laugh about it, and like who is this guy, and like why are we all wearing paper hats, whatever. <laughs> and it was just like it was like nine o'clock on like a random Thursday or something, um, and it sort of instilled the sense of camaraderie. And I've just always like loved that he just like got on the L train and was like, I'm making everyone, everyone, everyone had a good time. Yeah. Everyone had yeah. a great time. And he sort of like, yeah, created this community in that subway car. Favorite yeah. touristy thing to do or th- for favorite touristy thing you've ever done in New York City? In New York City. Or that you would recommend for yeah. someone else to do. No, there's a ton of great things. In summer, I'm always telling people to um, take the Staten Island Ferry, which is free, right. and then go to a Staten Island Yankees game. Right, okay. Which is like 10 bucks, and you right. can just walk up and buy tickets because it's never sold out. Did you just say Staten Island Yankees? Yes, yeah, so here's a little known fact. We have a we have not one, but two minor league baseball teams. We have the Coney Island. Cyclones. Thank you. And the Staten Island Yankees. Yep. Uh, so they're minor leagues. So it's like between like college and, and MLB. They like play in the minor leagues hoping they're going to get 
um, hoping they yeah, get recruited. Yeah, we had the Newark. We had the Newark Bears. I don't know. We had yeah, Newark, Newark Bears. Something. I think are minor league team for the Yankees. I believe. Yeah, I'll double I check that. Wow. Do you know why, Audrey? Do you know why they're called the Bears? No. New Jersey has one of the biggest populations of. Oh black my god! Bears shut up, Ben. To freak out a little bit. <laughs> it's true though. I have a phobia. Just check it out. There check that. Um, check that. The Newark Bears are a. We have uh, a stadium. They're Canadian baseball. Oh. Canadian American Association of Professional Baseball League. I'm gonna team. do this Staten Island well, thing. Well, it's with so my fun son. because yeah, like it's really fun for kids. It's super cheap. You can get like cheap beer once you're there. But you're sitting in the stadium and you're looking out at like the skyline <gasps> of Manhattan, of Lower Manhattan, as the sun sets. <gasps> and it's just such a perfect summer night. It's Aww, really really fun guys. and super cheap and like a really fun thing to do. Oh my god, guys, we gotta do it. Done it. Yeah. What is your favorite 2019 March novel debut? 2009 March? 2019. 2019 March. That makes more sense. <laughs> I was like, what? Let me ask the question again. If you could name a favorite novel that comes out in March of 2019, what would it be? It would definitely be this very exciting upcoming thriller called The Lost Night. <laughs> Thanks for the tea up. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So oh, I have my thanks. debut novel coming out in the spring from Crown. And I'm super excited about it. Well, we're excited. Very excited. We're excited. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Anything at all? Sure. So it's about a woman who, um, 10 years ago in 2009, um, was part of, you know, a close-knit group of friends that all lived in Bushwick in one of those loft buildings, maybe similar to um, Kibben Lofts, if anyone <laughs> is familiar. Um, and one kind of drunken Friday night, everyone had too much to drink, everyone was partying, et cetera, and sort of their ringleader was found in her apartment with a suicide note on her computer and a bullet in her head. (gasps) And it was super shocking and tragic. And, you know, they all sort of like grieved and moved on and scattered. And now 10 years later, our main character um, uncovers some evidence that suggests not only that it was possibly not a suicide, but that she herself may have been involved. (gasps) And she doesn't have memories from the night. So she's digging back into what really happened. And the more she digs, the crazier it gets. Ooh. Yeah, that's the the premise. I know it's it's not out yet. That's a cliffhanger that (laughs) we're going to need signed copies. Yeah. I mean, we'll buy them. You sign them. You hit me up in March. I will happily be back here. Yay! We're excited for you. Going deep on fiction writing. We're very excited for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Andy. really exciting. Congratulations. Thank on you. That. Andy Bartz, thank you for being here. Six Degrees NYC, another amazing guest, another amazing, amazing podcast. But on the only travel edition we've had so far, visit us online, sixdegrees.nyc. Want to follow Andy? AndreaBartz.com. B A R T Z. With a Z. Yes. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Love you too.